Shalom to all. Today's office of Yushalmi Chumas Tafnun Zayna. We are starting about the fifth line with a quote from the Mishnah of Ahin Nasan Chumavat Ashlum and Chumavat Chulu. And a villain source of it's on Laman Alpha and Bez about a third of the way into the Amud. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas of Yaakov Moshe, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now we're not Gaius, these two first words, Hey Chavida, because they were part of the previous Gemara. So the Gemara tells us, Rebbe Zair says, B'Shem Rav Chanina, Tashlumi Chuma, Haran Kachumil Chaldavar. Payment for eating Chuma is considered like Chuma 100% in regards to everything. Like what we've been learning up until now, if a person eats truma b'shaygig, so he has to pay a karen nechaymesh, and that's paid with food, and that food becomes truma. So we're saying that that is considered like truma for everything. So let's say he eats that payment, he has to pay another karen nechaymesh, except for that which grows from it is considered chulin. As we're going to see in a moment, if a person takes regular truma and plants it, what grows is treated as truma, but if he plants tashlume truma, what grows is 100% chulin. The Gemara continues, gidule truma harin kechulin lechal davar. When regular truma is planted, that's considered like 100% Chulin, Elosh Asrun Lazarin, except that a non kain isn't allowed to eat it. As an Amr Abyesi Abyesi tells us, Vanantanin Tarvehain, we learn both of these things in Mishnayas. The fact that when a person pays for eating Truma, that food that he pays with is considered like 100% Truma, where do we know that from? The Taninan, our Mishnayat said, In Mishalam Truma, El Chulin Mitukanin. He doesn't pay for eating Truma with Truma, he has to pay with regular Chulin, Behin Nasin Truma, and it becomes Truma. Now, what about the second part of that statement? But that which grows from Tashlume Truma is considered Chulin. So where do we see that? The Taninon. Later on in Parakhtas, we learn in the Mishnah, Gidule Truma Truma. That which grows from Truma is Truma. What do we learn from here? Hagidule Tashlumen, Chulin. But something that grows from Tashlume Truma is considered Chulin. We go into the next statement. Gidule Truma Harein Kechulin Davar. Something that grows from regular Truma is considered like 100% Chulin. Where do we know that from the Taninon later on in Parakhtas? We're going to learn in the Mishnah. There's something that grows from regular truma is chayv in like a chechan because it's considered like regular produce Bani Yisrael and all poor people both Yisraelim and Kaihanim are allowed to gather it so we see that it's considered like chulin and the next part of the statement as well is found in the Mishnah Elosh Asur Lazarim it's Asur Tazarim and how do we know that? The Tanini because that Mishnah says Bani Yisrael Marchan Eshalahem L'Kaihanim Bidmei Truma Madam Mishalahen that the poor Yisraelim which gathered this like a chechan that grew from truma they have to sell this to Kaihanim for the value of truma because it's treated as truma but they get to keep the money. So we see that it's also for them to eat because they have to sell it, but again, they get to keep it. And the Gemara continues, Tani was taught in the Brisa, the proper Girsa is, Gidule Truma, Ein Mishalman Mehen Karen V'chaymesh. One is not allowed to pay a Karen V'chaymesh from Gidule Truma. So if a person ate regular Truma, now he has to pay a Karen V'chaymesh, he's not allowed to take Gidule Truma and use that as payment. Furthermore, if Ein Mishalman Alehen Karen V'chaymesh, he doesn't have to pay a Karen V'chaymesh for them. So if he eats Gidule Truma, even though as we just said, Gidule Truma are only mutter to Kaihanim, it's still not considered like 100% truma, so it's not like he ate truma, and therefore he doesn't have to pay a karen nechaymish for them. Furthermore, if ein something that grew from truma is not chayav and chala, so when he makes a dough out of it, he doesn't have to give a portion to the kain. And furthermore, if ein hayadam paislois betful yaim kedach shapaislois bechulin, hands don't passel and a tful yaim doesn't passel the same way it doesn't passel by chulin. Now, what's this referring to? So we know that the most minimal level of toma the regular food can attain is called a sheni latoma. But truma can become a shlishi latoma. And we know that standard hands, yodayim, that haven't been washed, are considered a sheni latoma. So that means when regular unwashed hands touch truma, they passel the truma, making it a shlishi. And the same thing is with a tful yaim. A person who is tamay and who went to the mikvah that day, he's a tful yaim, he immersed that day, but he still didn't have hair of shemesh. He didn't wait for nightfall yet. So even though he's tahar, he still is in the state that he'll passel truma. So what we just said in his is that yodayim and a person who's a tful yaim will not passel gidu 
Gidule Truma the same way that they won't passel Chulin, because the same way that Chulin can't become anything more than a Sheni Latoma, so too, Gidule Truma are considered like Chulin in this regard, and they cannot become a Shlishi Latoma if they're touched by Yadayim or a Tvulyan. And Nun Zainon, based on top, we conclude, of Reb Shem and Reb Yaisi, Maidaba. Even Reb Shem and Reb Yaisi agree to this. We know that Reb Shem and Reb Yaisi argue regarding dough that Truma got mixed into, whether or not a Tvulyan will passel it. However, over here they agree that with Gidule Truma, Tvulyan doesn't passel it. If the Kayin wants to be Michael on this payment for the Truma that was eaten, he's not allowed to be Michael on it. The Gemara clarifies B'Shaloi Hefresh. This is talking about where the person was not yet Mafresh food to be used as payment for the Truma that he ate. In this situation, the Kayin is not allowed to tell him, oh, forget about it, I'm Michael, you don't have to do so. And that's because the Pasuk tells us, and we learn from here that what he's giving to the Kayin becomes Kaidash. And the Pasuk is not only being Makbid that he returns what he took from the Kayin, but Etzam Ha'uvda, the actual fact that he ate Truma and wasn't allowed to, that requires him to replace the Truma. And therefore, even if this guy owned the Truma himself and he ate it, he still has to pay back. And he can't pay with money, he has to pay with actual food that becomes Truma, and also the Kayin can't be Michal. However, now the Gemara addresses, Hifresh Ma'achrakach Machal. That's the proper Girsa. Let's say the fellow ate Truma, and then he separated Chulin to pay the Kayin back, and now the Kayin is Michal, saying, you don't have to pay me back. What's the Halach over there? So Gemara tells us, plug to the Rebbe with Reb Lazar Reb Shemin. It's Machlagis between Rebbe and Reb Lazar Reb Shemin. The Tanu we have a Brisa. The Pasuk tells us, "Vnasal Lakayin as a Kaidash, and he shall give the Kayin the Kaidash." What do we learn from here? Matnasai Mikachasai. That when he gives this food to the Kayin, now that's Makdashit, and it becomes Truma. Then now we're not going to the next two words, Milai Chal Truma, and the proper gears of the continuation is as follows: Ve'in Hafrashasai Mikachasai L'Chayv Al Chaimesh. His Afrasha is not Mikadashit to Mechayv and Mechaimesh. Dive Rebbe. That's the proper Girsa. This is what Rebbe says. In other words. Rebbe's telling us that when a person eats Truma B'Shaykeg and he has to pay Karen Nechaymesh and he separates food, he separates Chulin in order to be used as payback. As long as he doesn't give it to the Kayin, this food that he separated is not considered Truma yet and therefore it's not going to Mechayv him a Chaymesh if he eats it because it's not considered Truma yet. And by the same token, according to Rebbe, the Kayin can't be Michael him because it's not considered Truma until he gives it to the Kayin. And once he gives it to the Kayin, well, now it's automatically considered Truma. Now we continue, Rebbe's Rebbe Shimon Aymer, that's proper gear. So Rebbe's Rebbe Shimon says, that even when he just simply separates this food to be used as payback and he hadn't yet given it to the Kayin, still that's enough to be mechaivim a karen nechaimesh. And therefore, if he eats this food again right after he separated it before he gave it to the Kayin, it's considered like he ate truma and he's chayav a karen for it. And by that same token, the Kayin could be Michael on it because the Kayin could say, Oh, you don't have to give it to me, it's fine, I'm Michael. And he was still yet to his chiv of separating food and designating it as truma. And since the Kayin was Michael on it, he just gets to keep it for himself. And since it's Truma, he could sell it to another Kayin and he would profit from that. And so we see that this is a Machlaik as Rebbe and Rebbe's Reb Shemin. Now we're not going to the next two words, Melechel Truma, and the Gemara continues with another scenario. Let's say the Kayin was Michael the payment and afterwards the fellow ate it. In other words, the Kayin told him, there's no problem, you can eat this Truma. So this Yisrael ate the Truma with the permission of the Kayin. Does he have to pay a Karen or Chaimesh or not? So the Gemara says, to flick to Rebbe Yechon, Rebbe Shemin, Lakesh. This Machlaik is Rebbe Yechon, and Lakesh. This Palgon, they argue in the following case, the proper gear so is. Let's say he ate Truma that used to belong to his mother's father who was a Kayin. This guy's a Yisrael because his father's a Yisrael, but his mother's father was a Kayin and his grandfather died and he yarshined him and as part of the Yerusha he got some Truma. So this Yisrael 
owns the truma himself and he ate that truma, so he has to pay to the shevet. And even though he owns this truma, it's rightfully his, he got it from his grandfather, still, it's considered like he's stealing from the shevet of Kaihanim and he has to pay Karen Nechaymesh and give it to a Kayin. And by the same token, when a Kayin is Michael truma to him and says, no problem, you can eat this truma. So even though that particular Kayin was Michael, still, since this Yisrael ate truma and he wasn't allowed to, it's considered like he stole from the shevet and he has to pay Karen Nechaymesh to a different Kayin. However, Rishlakash says, Misham Atzmai, he could pay it to himself. Since this truma belonged to him because he got it from his grandfather, he wasn't allowed to eat it because it's truma. So he has to separate Karen and Chaymesh. However, he doesn't have to give that to a Kayin for free. He can sell it to a Kayin because it's really his truma. And by the same token, when a Kayin is Michael truma to him and says, it's not a problem, I'm Michael this payment. And then he eats that truma. So he doesn't owe that Kayin the truma because that Kayin was Michael to him. So yes, even though he has to separate Karen and Chaymesh for eating truma, he still is allowed to sell it to Kayin and he doesn't have to give it for free. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.